Welcome to Spring the Beacon with Ryan Rieger. Today we're playing Lego, and Daddy has other dice stay on my play Lego. Hey guys, welcome back to the Streams of Income radio show. I'm your host, Ryan Rieger. And today we have a returning guest. She was actually just on a few weeks ago. But we have something important to bring to you because we're doing a webinar next Wednesday night on how to use short form video to bring new leads into your business. So this is kind of timely. We wanted to talk about this and that's next Wednesday, uh, February the 15th, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. I'll have a link in the show notes below. But Melissa Hughes is our returning guest, and if you remember, she has a really cool story of posting videos. She posted her very first video she posted went viral, and she got on the Kelly Clarkson show, which is pretty amazing. But now she teaches people how to use short form video to share their message, to build their business, and I'm partnering with her to um, bring a webinar next Wednesday night. But you're going to love this episode because it's so full of just practical things to do to help you with social media, with short form video, things like, you know, what kind of content, how to get over being camera shy. We talked about um, uh, her new podcast and just, she has some awesome tips about how to be authentic on social media. And for those of us who are, you know, we don't have this big polished uh, team or our content is not so super polished it's helpful to know that that's actually not even what works on social media anyway. Folks now want us to be real and raw and authentic, and Melissa talks about that. So I know that this is this episode is full of really good information. Here is my interview with Melissa. Melissa, welcome back to Streams of Income. Thank you so much. I loved it so much last time I decided to pop back in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm so glad. I think um, I usually don't have people that, I, that I've had on the, get, on the podcast initially come back as a returning guest so soon but you know so you got I wow. get, you get that award for the probably the quickest return visit <laughs> wow i feel super honored thank <laughs> you so much so well i have for those listening i steven hibbert who's a co-host of mine often on this show and got to hang we got to hang out with melissa at Podfest a couple weekends ago so fun guys it go was. to conferences it make it's so important to build those relationships business is all about relationships and um, I think a big reason that she's on here a second time is because we just built a friendship and now we're doing some th cool things together and we're excited to see what, what happens, but yeah, no, it's so awesome. You're so right about that. Somebody asked me, they were like, um, how was it? Did you enjoy it? I was like, I did. I really enjoyed basically just hanging out with the people though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and going to the Columbia restaurant. Yes, exactly. It was <laughs> awesome. So cool. Well, tell us. So for those that haven't listened to your episode, and I'll mm -hmm. put a link to the show notes to that first episode you were on just a few short weeks ago. Um, tell us your story, a shorter version of how you got yeah. started doing all this. Yeah, just the shortened version is um, my husband and I moved back to America from living over in the UK for a couple of years. We were church planting there, mm -hmm. took a job in childcare because COVID hit. And was dropping my kids off at one end of the building and going after looking after someone else's, which was not the dream. Right. And I just started praying, you know, God, like, we've just come back from church planting. I'm really, we wanted to like make our life here. What's the next step? I do not know. And really, after a couple of months of really seeking God and praying, I felt him start 
speaking to me about going online and posting videos, which it was very random and seemed kind of dumb. Yeah. So Um, this is something we probably would have asked about in this first, we should have talked Uh about the first episode, but maybe we did even talk a little bit about hearing God's voice, but like, Mm -hmm. how do you, I mean, this is for you, it's been just practice and hearing his voice and knowing, but what does that sound like? Feel like, give me an, an idea. Cause I know a lot of people listening are like, man, I want to hear God's voice that clearly so that when he tells me something even random that I, I trust that it's him and not just my brain telling me to do that. So any quick tips on that, on oh, hearing yes. God's voice clearly? Ryan, this is why I love being a guest on your show because you ask the best questions. And you know what? I think I might even do a podcast episode on my show you should. about what to do when you feel spiritually dumb because that has been my journey. So mm-hmm. I love talking to people. They're like, what are you talking about? Because when I was first a Christian and people would say, I heard God's voice, I'd be like, what does it sound like? Like, yeah, I'm dumb. <laughs> Please break it down for me. Right. So the best way that I could like share this and it is practice. But what I didn't realize was God was always speaking to me. He speaks to us every day. It's really starting to recognize it. Mm-hmm. And you can recognize it because God's voice is always encouraging, mm-hmm. comforting, mm. strengthening, or convicting. Mm. So, um, and that actually was taught to me by my mother-in-law she's awesome here's god's voice clear as a bell but you know god always has good things to say so how that looks like in our everyday life is if you have a thought that you're like wow that's a really good idea like that really encourages me it lifts your spirit Mm -hmm. and a lot of times if it's a really good idea or a really encouraging comforting thought that's god's voice um when it inspires you also God's voice never condemns us. So there's a difference between conviction and condemnation. If you're feeling guilt, shame, fear, you know, regret, that's not God's voice. But if you feel like you've done something wrong, but what comes with that is inspiration to change, that's conviction. And that's from the Holy Spirit. So, you know, just... Going through your everyday life, you know, when you see a billboard or you're listening to a a Whitney Houston song Mm -hmm. (laughs) and there's a line in the lyric that just like speaks to your heart and encourages you, that could be God's voice. So we really just, and then obviously like if scripture pops out to you in the word, um, but yeah, really starting to like, and pray and ask God and say, God, I know you speak, show me how you talk to me and be open to that. That's good. Good. We could do a whole episode on that, but um, Mm -hmm. I just made me think, I I always think about, you know, if you were speaking, if you literally like we were up on stage talking and I was interviewing you and we had a thousand people or 10,000 or a hundred thousand people in the audience, I, what, what would they be thinking as we're talking? And some Mm -hmm. of them would be like, wow, that's so cool that you heard God say post on social media. That's so random that I think someone would feel like, you know what? I don't trust that that's God because that is so random. Why would God tell me to do that? And so just to have that confidence that you know, it was him and you followed through and then he gave you the, and you know what, even if you miss it, it's okay. Like, it's not a big deal. There's no pressure. And so you put up a video, but you knew he was there because of what you're going to say here in a minute, because then Mm -hmm. the floodgates started opening up. And I think too, you know, when it's God's voice, because you have the faith to do it. Like a year ago, I would have, somebody said, go on YouTube. I would have been like, I don't have time for that. But I started feeling like, I think I should do this. And that was just God leading me. But yeah, Yeah. so I, I posted my first video. Um, 
and it got 22 million views and i ended up on the kelly clarkson show <laughs> which is just insane i mean yeah. so i felt like it, i heard right yes yes <laughs> um and then i just continued you know well everyone's like well i want to go viral it changes your life yeah. it, it it opens a door so it yeah. it opened a door and i had to walk through it and what that looked like was taking very messy action mm -hmm. feeling very cringy uncomfortable stepping out starting to go online and and post videos share my thoughts and express myself yeah in my car on my lunch break while working and what did you even care. talk about like what so he told yeah. you to go on post on social media but post what yeah exactly um so i really started just sharing about um motherhood because mm -hmm. that was the video that went viral it was a mom fail video and so i just started talking about like you know mom's just like enjoying their kids and enjoying the journey and not having it be perfect and not who cares if your kid throws a tantrum in the grocery store and you get dirty looks like just we're all in this together it's just stuff yes. like that i started posting about it because i i really just felt to like the space was so new for me and i and i wanted to just like start talking and showing up mm -hmm. um and it was just cool to start seeing you know people really resonating with some of the stuff that I had to say. Yeah. And it was very exciting to be able to like help women yeah. in that way. So they were commenting because you were doing this primarily on TikTok at the time. Mm -hmm. Now you're all over social media, but so they're just commenting back and then that's, you kind of build an audience and you kind yeah. of have your own community inside there, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just started, I actually would respond to every single comment because wow. I just felt like, every person like a person it wasn't a comment to me it was a human yes. being yes so i think that really helped too that i think you know it does take a lot of work i mean you're taking time to post and show up but mm -hmm. i think what was most important to me was anytime someone took the time to say something and i still do it now yeah i take the time to respond to every single person because mm -hmm. i just feel like every person matters. Do you get a lot of do you get a lot of direct messages yeah i do wow. people asking me questions or being like you know you you know said this or this inspired me or i'm going through this like what should i do yeah. so it's just really cool like because that's it like yeah. i think people think social media is just like this vast void but there are people with families with dreams with hopes mm -hmm. on the other side of the screen that you are actually communicating with yeah so wow you guys went to play in a church in the uk but i would actually now, maybe me tell me if I'm crazy to say this, that you're having a greater impact with your social media, what you're doing now than you guys ever could have had at a church in the UK. What is that crazy to say that? I don't think it's crazy to say that it's a different type of impact. I mean, who yeah. knows? Who even knows when we get to heaven? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's true though. I mean, I have people in globally that tune in and see the content awesome. um i mean yeah so yes mm -hmm. it's it's crazy because in a way we like i record those in my car we sold our house sold our sold everything and moved across the country and yeah. i'm i'm probably i have a greater reach yeah. from my phone wow <laughs> that's impressive man oh man and now i mean i, I want to i don't know if you will have time to get to this but i want to share the link to that video that mm -hmm. um that was the you called it the, the the voiceover what was that what the one that mommy loves you you know mommy loves you oh, 
I want to talk yes. about it. Share, at least share that link so people can listen oh. to that because it's so powerful. But I was showing my wife just all the videos that people have created using your voiceover. I don't even know what you call yeah. it. What's the, what's the correct term for that? <laughs> yeah, I have a voice. I, um, well, on TikTok, it'd be like the audio. Okay. But um, some people have called it like a mommy monologue. Yeah. Um, a, yeah, voiceover. Yeah. I did not ex- actually I almost took that video down because it I felt so cringy doing it because it was just so ge- it was so true and then you put yourself yeah. out there like that and you're like is this weird? <laughs> that was so awesome. Did you have those words already right? Did you have those written down when you no. wrote those? Wow, that's no, I, read those. Wow. I literally sat in my car and I took a moment <laughs> and I I just had this sounds kind of bleak but I had this thought where I was like if I were to die like what do I what words do I want my children to always know? Sorry, it gets yeah. me emotional. And they just I'm surprised like, you didn't the- cry in the video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that would be hard. Yeah. But I just turned the camera on and I just yeah. spoke right from my heart. Yeah, that's so good. Oh guys, I wanna it's we, we I'll I'll share the link to it because you don't even have to have a TikTok account, right, to watch it. I can right. I think I can share the link. You guys can yeah. watch the video because it's just really powerful. The words, I mean, I'd say they're Holy Spirit inspired. Oh yeah. Because of the um, you know, if you especially watching those other people that are using that and then their kids are tearing up and hugging their moms and dads. It's like, wow, yeah. so cool. It's so cool. It's such yeah. a God thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, so you have your own ministry. You have 240 some thousand people that follow you on TikTok. That's like your church. You know, think <laughs> how many people would like to have a 250,000 member church? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I don't know if I'm hopping on the phone with all those people every single night and walking them through their issues, but I do like to encourage them. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. All right. So, but, um, but most people that are listening to this, they're thinking this about this through a business lens. Yeah. So tell me about, um, not just TikTok, because I know some people never want to go on TikTok for various reasons, but uh-huh. this is not about TikTok. This is about short right. form video that you're creating. Yes. And so yes. I guess, tell me why is short form video the thing right now? Like why can't, I mean, I still can post memes and pictures and all that, and that's fine. But you say that if somebody just hangs out there, they're going to get left behind. Yes. So there's two sides to this. The first thing is like kind of what happened in the social media industry is in 2020, TikTok just became a social media disruptor. Whereas everything was so like the trends at that time was like perfectly polished, curated Instagram influencer, megapixel. I'm at a beach with my family and we all look like we have six packs (laughs) and it's this overly curated content. That was what was like really trending. And then COVID hit and now we've got TikTok with these moms in their robes stuck in their house going online and just talking about real life and people Mm. connected with it. Yeah. And it totally disrupted the industry. Mm. And suddenly people are like, I don't forget Instagram, like forget all like I want the rawness. I want the realness. Mm -hmm. So because TikTok was really the first short form video platform it just skyrocketed. And then what happened was every other platform, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn even was like, oh shoot, we are losing people. Yes. And they had to adjust their- that, Is uh, that when they added the stories and the reels yep. and all of that? And now there's YouTube shorts. I guess, so stories was there before. Okay. But as far as like being on that home page, like mm-hmm. when you open the app, TikTok was a video. 
Yes. When you would open Instagram, it was a static image. And there's something about, and this is why YouTube, I think, has even been, been such a successful platform for people building such a loyal audience is because if you, like maybe even before you clicked on a podcast, you might have seen my picture Mm-hmm. And you thought, oh, she looks like a, a nice girl, or maybe you drew some conclusions. Mm-hmm. But then you hop on the podcast and you hear my voice, you hear the fluctuation in my tone. You think I'm funny because I crack great jokes. You get to know me a bit more. Mm-hmm. It goes even deeper, though, when you start to see someone on video and you see the way that they, their facial expressions, how they talk, their smile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just create such a deeper connection. And so I think right now, everyone's just so hungry for that connection. So that short video and, you know, you get those bite-sized clips. People are learning how to do all sorts of stuff Mm. through a one minute video that they, you know, are getting all this information. So I think it's just, it's just really helpful. But yes, across all platforms right now, if you are not using short form video, you will be left behind. Mm. You just said the connection word and um, just made me think about like in my business, it's so important that somebody know, like, and trust you. And when they, uh-huh. when they get to know you, then they, they may, may or may not like you, but then if they like you, then they begin to trust you. And that's at a point where they are then willing to spend money with you. And so I would imagine that short form video probably shortcuts that process. Um, yes. Or just makes it. Yeah. Maybe shortcuts a good word for that. Like it, you know, if I, I mean, much more like, cause I, with you, you watching a video with somebody, you kind of start to feel like, you know, them already. Oh um, yeah. And you probably met people that have, that follow you and they, and this has happened to me. Uh, some will say, I feel like I know you just by listening to your podcast. Yes. And, it's like, you know, and I've never met this person in person. And so it's just really cool. So that connection is there yes. just th- from you creating content. Totally. Which is just really cool. Um, yeah. And I understand that because there are people that I've listened to or books that I've read and then, you know, you feel like, you know, their whole life. Right. Exactly. <laughs> because of they've shared, which is so yeah. cool. Well, give us some tips. Like I, on yeah. the last um, episode, we talked more about, you know, your heart behind doing all this. We talked some ministry stuff. Um, but, you know, tips for doing short form content across all of the platforms. You know, think yeah. about somebody who's in, wants to grow their business, start a business. But um, what what are some tips for doing short form video well? Yeah, I think thinking about like a lot of the things that people ask me, uh, one of the things is like, you know, what kind of equipment do I need? Mm -hmm. And I have to tell you, guys, I grew my account posting videos in my car with my phone. I had no ring light. I had no studio. I had no nothing. I just had my phone. So if you have a phone, you've got all you need. Um, Mm -hmm. And just like, keep it simple, stupid. I know. Keep it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, The kiss method. Yep. Yes. So, you know, even if you're, um, you know, you run a a great business, everything like that, I think a big thing that I am noticing that a lot of professional business owners are struggling with is showing up authentically Mm. because you've been trained. If you're even doing training videos or you're showing up, you're in a suit, you, you talk like you kind of talk like this. Hello, everyone. And welcome to our show. Today, we're going to be talking about, but like, here's the thing that doesn't work on social media right now. Yeah. What works and what people tune into is when you talk to the camera, like you're hanging out with your best friend. Mm. Right. Mm. So, and that, that, that's what people want to connect with every time. 
Yes. Um, that's what's engaging for people. So you really, for people that are like used to being, you know, showing up as your professional self at work and you show up a certain way in your sales calls and everything like that, like that's great. If it's working for you, it's not going to work on social media. You know, you can still give great content. Like right now, I am myself. I, this is, I'm showing up. This is the way I talk to my husband, my children, you know, my best friend. I'm myself. Show up as yourself. Talk to the camera like you're talking to your best friend. Still give great content so you don't lose credibility, but you don't need to show up as this overly curated, polished person. Yeah. And I, and you're not going to lose credibility for doing that. So yeah, that's good. You mentioned, you told me that we should talk about the Baskin Robbins method. Tell oh, me about yeah. that. That's basically, I feel like people learn lessons through storytelling, uh-huh. um, not lecturing. So I share this story because I feel like it, it helps people understand. But when I was growing up in seventh grade, I had this gym teacher that was just, in, she was just mean. And I like everybody, like <laughs> even the grumpy people, uh-huh. you're going to be my friend. But my gym teacher, Miss Ravani, if you're listening, Miss Ravani, bless you, love you. But you were you were not the nicest lady. Um, <laughs> she, and so anyway, I just I just could not connect with her. Didn't like her. And I'll never forget walking to Baskin Robbins. There was one on the corner of my street where I lived. Went yeah. there one day, and lo and behold, walking there, and there's Miss Ravani. And it's always weird. Mm. This is the first time I'd seen her outside of school. Yeah. You know, she's in regular clothes. Her daughter is with her. And when she turned around, she had mint chocolate chip ice cream. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, like, Mr. Vani likes, I like mint chocolate chip ice cream. And she's a mom. Like, yeah. she has a daughter. Just like, I, everything about that moment totally humanized her. And yeah. I did not see her as this like evil gym teacher dictator. <laughs> I saw her, right, as like a mom, <laughs> a mint chocolate chip ice cream lover. Like, it, yeah. it was like, and so it, I went over to her, we were able to chat and connect on a whole different level because mm-hmm. I saw her in a different way. Yeah. And it, the na- that next Monday, it totally changed our relationship. We connected in that way. <laughs> and so like the beautiful thing right now with short form video is you have the opportunity to do that with your followers or with your yeah. business where people can really start yeah. to relate to you. You know, that's what people want. And I have to remind myself of this is like, people don't want my expertise or all my tips. They want somebody that they can relate to, that they can trust, that they can feel like, wow, you go on Zoom calls and your kids interrupt you too. (laughs) While you're trying to close a deal. Uh I get that. And you're frustrated internally, but you're trying to keep it together in front of the camera (laughs) (laughs) so that people don't judge you and think you're a bad parent. Oh, I go through that too right that's real life yeah um that's what people want to be like okay like i this girl gets me or this guy gets me so being able to like showcase that rather than trying to pretend it doesn't exist mm-hmm. is just so helpful right that's so good all right so let's talk kick some examples just off the cuff here so let's think about um somebody who has their own product you talked to a lady yesterday mm-hmm. i think that has her own private label brand of bags but yeah. anybody that has their own the product they're selling they could be in network marketing mm-hmm. and, and pushing a product or they have their own brand they're selling it on amazon yeah yeah um give me an example of what that person might do with short form video what type of content would you tell that person to create Yes. So I would say definitely use what's called attraction marketing. Rather than being product forward, you should be value forward. 
And so you really need to understand like, what's the overall problem that you're solving. So being results oriented, knowing your customer and knowing what issues they're facing, what headaches they have, what problems they've got mm-hmm. turning up and leading with value yeah. to, to share how you can solve that problem. And then obviously you can share about your product, yeah. but you get people to buy into who you are as a person mm-hmm. by connecting with them, by relating with them. Storytelling is a big thing. So showing up and sharing your personal story, sharing yeah. the struggle that you went through and like letting that resonate with people. Mm. A big thing that is like a big tip, probably the, the number one thing, if somebody could get this, they would be successful on the platform mm-hmm. is understanding how to open up a video with a hook. Mm. The biggest metric that TikTok uses or any platform right now, or the way to engage an audience mm-hmm. is to be able to hook somebody within the first three to five seconds of that video. Mm. So what that doesn't mean is showing up and being like, Hey guys, here I am at Panera, just <laughs> hanging out. I'm really excited to talk to you. It's like, first of all, if I, if I pull up that video and I've never met you before, I don't know anything about you. Um, I'm going to scroll. right because i have no idea if that video is for me or not right as opposed to showing up and saying this this is the best tip i've ever learned for calming crazy frizzy curly hair and making it smooth or something that's good right if you are if you're if you're trying to sell a product that Mm -hmm. helps curly haired women decrease frizz then you should definitely say how to decrease frizz if you have curly hair let me tell you how within that way, a new person that's seeing your video immediately goes, oh, I have frizzy curly hair and I want smooth curly hair. I'm yeah. going to watch this video. Yeah. So really think about those keywords in the beginning of your video mm-hmm. so that a new person, a brand new person, if they didn't know you, never met you, why should they watch your video? And yeah. is it going to tell them that this video is for them in those first couple seconds? Mm. So if somebody's creating long form content, you mm-hmm. would just have them because you're talking, that's easier to do if it's like, Hey, I got my cell phone. I'm going to record a video right now for Instagram, for TikTok, for Facebook, whatever. Oh, it's okay. easier to do that like that way. But if you're doing long form content, you'll just want to sprinkle those things in. Correct. Like, or maybe you're interviewing somebody. I may ask mm-hmm. you, Hey, Melissa, what are your top three tips for creating short form video or what, you know, something like that, then that would be a hook that we could clip. Correct. Correct. Yes. And even like the great idea is like at the end of your interview, um, so that you don't have to like sift through the whole video. If that's like, if you're a podcaster and you're wanting to get those clips, Mm-hmm. At the end of the interview, just do rapid fire questions. Mm, that's good. Right. And yeah. just say like, and, and ask your guests, like prompt them before say, Hey, when I ask you these questions, could you repeat the question and then answer it? Mm. So saying like, if I were to say to you, Hey, what are three ways that I could build um, multiple streams of income online? You would respond, say the three best ways to build multiple streams of income online would be nice. Right. So that mm. way. Um, you're doing rapid fire. Very your smart. guest is incorporating the hook that you just asked and you have those at the very end of your podcast so that you can clip those up and use that for wow. content. All right. Let's pretend that you are a social media manager for a church. How okay. would you get your, what would you do there? Um, mm. What I mean, 
assuming your yes. pastor is like not going to take the time to, you know, do a video as often as you want him to. Uh, yeah. Ideas there. for Yes. Ask, like have a volunteer. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. all about the volunteers or just somebody, you know, have your wife or your husband on the front row, whoever's speaking that day, take their phone out and record you. Mm-hmm. Um, and just grab a couple clips of you speaking, even if it's not the whole thing or yeah. set your phone up on a tripod and put it in, like test it out before you get up to speak and just have your phone there mm-hmm. and record a clip. It does not need to be overly polished. If you don't have that type of uh, team or yeah. media team to work with mm-hmm. the beautiful advantage that we do have right now is people just, they just want the content. They, it doesn't matter necessarily the format and how it comes. So, you know, set your phone up on a tripod, hit record and start and give the word. Mm. If you don't have a media team, if you do have a media team, ask them, Hey, each week, can you go through and grab a couple clips from my message and mm. post that on social media? Because yeah. The way that we can see more people come to church, know about Jesus, is if they see messages and value rather than, hey, guys, on Wednesday night, we have, you know, Bible study at 7 p.m. Yeah. Great. That's great for your members. But for an unreached audience, they're not going to, they don't care. Exactly. They're in sin. (laughs) (laughs) They're not coming to your Bible study on Wednesday night. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they that's don't awesome. that is not that is not what they're interested in that is not their pain point at this point in time oh my gosh that's <laughs> you know awesome. what i'm saying yes we need to clip mm. that ryan that's so good no i love <laughs> we can edit uh, if you want but i think that's so no good. i think we should keep it as is let's yes. put that in a short clip and Hilarious. post it <laughs> oh man that's so good um wow yeah some of the other things we could, I mean, there's, so, we got, I got about 10 minutes here left. Just think, looking at the clock here, but okay. um, we talked earlier, like those that people who are getting started, like, oh man, I know I need to do short form video. Um, it's very easy to feel like an idiot in front of the camera and yes. be camera shy. Any tips for overcoming that and just doing it? Oh my goodness. I have to tell you, you are going to feel cringy, embrace, lean in. that into that cringe everybody goes through it and it's more challenging for you than the person on the other side of the screen you feel more stupid Mm -hmm. um and it it goes away it really does like right now i don't feel cringy but honestly probably for the first six to nine months (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i'm not you know i'm not a shy person so i can't imagine someone that feels very shy showing up on camera and feeling confident like i understand it's very it feels very vulnerable it feels very scary to put yourself out there everybody has insecurities it but this is the thing if you feel number one called by god to do it Mm. man it's not about you it's about that person on the other side of the screen that Mm. you are like showing up for so it gets me emotional because there is somebody on the other side of our obedience Yes, You know, and we make it about ourselves and we're like, well, I don't like my nose or like I, you know, have bags under my eyes or whatever we tell ourselves Mm -hmm. and it holds us back from being a light. It holds us back from growing our business. It holds us back from being Mm -hmm. able to encourage someone. So like, if you could just tell yourself, like, this is not about me, get over the pride, get over the insecurity. Mm -hmm. 
everyone feels cringy. Like, please hear me. I really struggled with other people's opinions. I really realized it's a, it's a huge journey of personal growth. I really realized, wow, I didn't think I care that much about what other people think, but I'm very, I was very, I was really struggling with it. Like, what are people going to think about what I'm saying? You know, Mm. do people agree with what I'm saying? Is what I'm saying good enough? You know, and I grew and my account was growing and I still was in my head. So I just like, I really want to be transparent about that for people because I think they think that people just show up and they just become successful and it's easy for them. It was not easy for me. And it's still not easy. Like I, everyone struggles with that. So I just want to like say, get on the struggle bus with me and make some money while you're doing it. <laughs> Love it. That's a good, I don't know if I haven't listened to all your episodes of your new podcast, but we'll share about that here in a second. Yay. That'd be a good episode too. If you haven't talked about that yet. Write that down. What should I title it, Ryan? Oh man. Um, get over yourself or. Uh, it could be something about thinking about the other person. One thing that I, mm. I am not the natural person to like, Hey, everybody look at me, what I'm doing. It, it feels very uncomfortable to like, for mm. example, like when I was growing up, I did not, I did not like being the center of attention, like birthday parties, mm. for example, I'd rather have just my family over mm. than all of my friends and like, Hey, let's sing happy birthday to Ryan. I'm not the guy that wants to, you know, it, if we're at a restaurant, I don't want to wear the Mexican hat and stand on my chair as they sing to me. Um, that's just, you know, yeah. to me, just, I don't like the attention. And so the Lord told me like, again, this is what I'm doing is not about me. It's about the people that he needs to reach through me. And yeah. so it made it so much easier to promote what I'm doing because it's, I'm, I'm promoting him and the message that he gave me. And so it's very easy to promote the Lord for me. It's very easy to talk about him. And so that was a a way Mm -hmm. for me to get over myself and like, put myself out of the way. This is just a message. I'm just the messenger. So it's not me promoting me. It's me promoting that message that he gave me. So, yes. And I think, you know, for believers, and this is, I struggled with this so much was no, having that revelation, like God mm-hmm. showing me, like this is for the other the person on the other side of the screen, yeah. but me worried that other people would think that I think it's about me. Mm. Like that was my thing. Is I'm like, oh, people think that I'm, I think I'm awesome. People think that it's all about me, and you just have to get old. Like who sure. knows what people are thinking? But that was like a big story that was mm. I struggled with. So I understand that. Yeah. That's yeah. good. You mentioned one time too, this is switching gears for a second, um, that TikTok can be a tremendous, now TikTok specifically, I imagine that would work for Facebook or Instagram or YouTube shorts, but a tremendous way to get new leads into your business. Can mm-hmm. you talk about like what you would do what, or what you are doing it because <laughs> you got mm-hmm. your TikTok blueprint that you give away and you have a course and everything. Yeah. So what does that, what does it look like to generate leads on TikTok and how can how yeah. should be doing it? Yeah. So start thinking about social media as a tool. You know, it's not just like something you have to have, like, okay, let's you let's like use this like a weapon. How can we use this strategically? So TikTok is an incredible outreach platform. You can use it as a funnel. It's free marketing. Like the algorithm will push your content out to people in your niche and in your industry for free. Hello. Yeah. And then you can use that to attract people to yourself by adding value to them, being a giver serving people and then when people like what you have to say use it as a funnel to show people like hey you know give that call to action like hey i have this freebie Mm -hmm. you know don't say link in bio 
you can say schmink and schmayo <laughs> or find, you know, or you, or say something like, you know where to go to get it because yeah. the algorithm picks up on some of those keywords. <laughs> yeah. So you gotta be, know that. yeah, wow. you gotta be creative. Um, or even like pointing, you know, mm-hmm. saying like, go and get it, but offer people that free gift, mm-hmm. um, capture their email and then start nurturing those relationships through your email. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's an incredible funnel. Like one of the best, I think right now, you know, so many people struggle to like, they're, you know, going to network or they're going to marketing. Oh my goodness. They're going to, well, networking events and Uh it's time in the car and it's talking to people and you might get stuck in a conversation with one person for 30 minutes and you walk out feeling defeated. Well, Hey, you could bang out 10 TikToks in an hour and get a bunch of new, get thousands, hundreds, mm. millions of eyes on your content. It's incredible. Wow. wow. How many, when you post a new video, how many views do you get now typically? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, when, and when a video doesn't go viral and get 22 million views overnight, but like <laughs> yeah, most videos, how many, how many, like if you post something in, oh. in the evening, you wake up, how many views typically are on a video of yours? It truly varies uh-huh. and it depends on what I'm talking about at that time. Um, Seriously, sometimes my videos could get like 300 views and other times they're, you know, a million. Like, wow, it's it. Um, it ranges. Uh-huh. I think on average, though, it's in the thousands. But, um, you know, it, it really I, I think a lot of people think that like creators know when their content's going to go viral mm. and we don't. It's a surprise. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know, like I know if I go on there and I'm like, hey, Here's five. Here's here's exactly how you're going to calm your toddler down in one minute. People are going to be like, "Oh, I want that," right? Because I know my audience. I know what they like. Yeah. yeah. But um, but yeah, I think that's a lot of times you post something and you're like, "I can't believe that that took off," or you think something's going to take off and it doesn't. So yeah. you just got to be consistent. Yeah, that's so good. Um, tell me about your your new podcast. Well, let me tell you about Wingman VAs. <laughs> um, I have a new podcast. Um, it's being produced by an amazing company, Wingman VAs. And um, the podcast is called She Can Share. And it's actually very much about kind of what we have been talking about. It's helping women, more so women of faith, mm. leverage and use their voice to share Christ, but also their passion, their business, and um, really leveraging um, the online space to do that, but also how you can do that in your everyday life. So it's all about sharing. You know, for some reason, women feel intimidated. They don't, they don't have confidence. They are afraid to do it because they think it's self-promoting. And everything at the end of the day is all about our heart, which, you know, but I just think like Jesus told us to go and make disciples and he gave us a voice for a reason and there's power. The Bible says that there's life and death and the power of the tongue. So if we actually have the power to create life through our tongue, Mm -hmm. why are we not using it to create life? We can encourage, we can build up, we can strengthen, we can convict. Like we can literally be the mouthpiece of Christ to people. Mm. That's, that's amazing awesome. yeah full circle right there <laughs> the right. voice of god wow um to people and the, and the reach right now 
online and you, you know me, Ryan, you know that I like to stop people in my everyday life, you know, um, and talk to them about, about what God's speaking to me about or whatever. But how, like, if Jesus were alive today, would he be on TikTok talking mm. about, you know, things of heaven and probably he'd, yeah, he'd be telling be, you uh, how to fish. Yeah. He'd probably be showing off his woodworking skills. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, here's how you monetize. <laughs> here's how you make a table. Yeah. Wow. All right. Tell them real quick. I got a couple minutes yeah. left. Tell them about the uh, yeah. webinar we're doing next Wednesday. Yes. Do not miss out on this. We're doing a webinar next next Wednesday, uh, the 15th, February 15th, um, all about how you can be successful on TikTok. And I really love to make these value packed. So it's going to be full of like nuggets and tips, like practical implementation tools, not just this, you know, ethereal concept that you're going to walk away with and be like, okay, what still, Melissa, what do I do? This is going to be, this is exactly how you're going to launch short form videos online to generate leads and sales to your business. And I'm really excited about it. And you do not want to miss out. Yes. And that's next Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. And I'll put a link in the show notes. Yes. Cool. Well, Melissa, you're welcome back anytime. You just let me know when you want to come Amazing. back on and we'll talk about something else fun. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I love this show. Love your heart. I think it's awesome. I'm so grateful. Awesome. Glad to have you. Anytime. Bye-bye, everyone. See you next week.